What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Skate Church Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Shadow, in our Florida studios. With me, as always, Brandon Baker. Yo. We are out here doing the thing. Today, we are talking about lesson number six in the Skate Church Movement Devo plan. And our topic of the day is, is scripture still relevant? Uh, Last week, we talked about, you know, is the Bible able to be trustworthy? And so today, a little further application of that, is scripture still relevant? So Brandon actually got to share this on Monday over at, uh, at the ends at our skate park and did a really cool take on it because it kind of ties in a lot to last week's message on the trustworthiness of scripture. But yeah, Brandon shared a lot of cool, um, yeah, personal connects with the kids. Like, do you want to explain like what you did on Monday? Yeah, yeah, sure. So I, I was trying to connect with them and letting them know that I, so now of course I'm, I'm now leading in ministry, but I wasn't always a leader in ministry. I did not get born as a leader. If anything, I was born broken, just like everyone else in the world. And that's what I was trying to, to get them to think about and to think of me as someone who they haven't always known. And that main thing was there was a time in my life where I was at this impasse of, I didn't want to take any further steps forward into my faith until I had a certain question answered. I was I was stuck. Everything was stagnant for me. I didn't want to give myself over to God because of that idea in itself, giving yourself over to God. I kept thinking it was something in which I was giving myself over for him to own me, to control me in, in such a way, until finally I had a, a moment where I was at a church camp that, that some scripture was uh, shared from Romans in, in discussing that, God is looking at us to adopt us into um, into His sonship as co-heirs with Christ in it. And when I heard that, and they were, and I heard them speak about it, it completely revolutionized my thought for things. So I wanted to get to this moment in sharing if Scripture is still relevant by asking all of the skaters at our skate park, what is the one thing that is keeping you from taking the next step into faith? What question is it? Is it something about faith? Is it about God? Is it just about the world in general? What questions do you have so that Derek and I can look over them and actually try to ponder them and look to scripture to actually provide answers to these questions. So that's kind of what we spent the night doing. Instead of doing a full big message, we just gave the guys some paper. I shared with them a little bit of what it took for me to take my next step in faith and try to offer a platform for them to do so comfortably. So what's cool is we, we were able to use this this weekly lesson as a platform to initiate other sessions that, um, that we can do with the kids. It's like yeah. we have these curated 52-week devos, as you know already, if, on the SkateChurchMovement.com website. But yeah, this lesson is a good, a good launch pad to be able to say, hey, what are other questions that you guys have? Because it's good to go through these, these basic lessons that we have week after week. But if you can also find out what are the kids' real questions, what's keeping them from just committing fully to their faith, uh, and then talk about that. Like, if you don't have the answers, sweet. Like, go find them. <laughs> like, yeah. that's what we're all called to do is like, you have questions, seek out the answers. And what better place to seek out the answers than the word of God, which, is, as we said before, is trustworthy. So we'll let that link into this this lesson. So so Kaylee Wells is the one who wrote wrote this part of the lesson for us. And she started off with a really, really cool illustration to use when referring to the scripture or the word or the Bible. And she started with with a little thing that happened. Big moment in skateboarding history was in 1982, someone did the first ever Ollie in a contest, which revolutionized skateboarding forever. And if you don't know who did that, it was Rodney Mullen. Yeah, Rodney Mullen, of course, who would have thunk the creator of pretty much a majority of the street skateboarding tricks that are known today and still done today. He was the one who did the Ollie. I'm not sure if I remember or not, but Derek, who was it that actually did the first Ollie before Rodney Mullen? I believe it was Alan Gelfin. Alan Gelfin. So he Thanks did it first. Name. 
he did it first, but then Rodney Mullen did it in a contest, and that's what made it popular, and that's what made everyone know it, and everyone start doing it, which then changed what skateboarding looked like. People went from getting hyped on kick turns to then being hyped on everything else, but none of those other flip tricks, skating over things, skating onto things could have happened without that ollie being done in front of so many people by Rodney Mullen in 1982. So I love that start with it because that shows how old the ollie is. Like, the ollie is, goodness, uh... It's older than you, Derek, Like, which is surprising. <laughs> I was waiting for that comment and sooner or later. <laughs> older than me by six years. <laughs> just by six years. Just by six years. Um, but it's old, but it's still relevant. Like That's the crazy thing. The Ollie is old. And in the same way that the Ollie is old, it is still relevant, just like the Bible. The Bible is old as time, literally. Yeah, exactly. But it is still relevant, and it's something that we can still use and apply to everything. It's not something that is just going to go away because it's foundational and it's important and it's God's way of trying to speak to us. Like that's the really cool thing with the Bible. It is there as God, God's word to speak to us initially. If you can't hear him speaking to you directly, it's there for you to to reference. It's there for you to listen to and to look for him because there it is sitting there for him to speak to you. Based on like how old the Bible is, I mean, you think back to you know Genesis, like chapter one. Let's go back to the beginning of creation and all that. Like before there was anything. Like there was there was literally nothing before the creation of the world, the heavens, stars, universe. God existed. And what's so cool is in John one one, we're reminded that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Like the word that it's referring to in that passage is referring to Jesus. Like he was there in the beginning, and so. If he was there in the beginning, uh, before the creation of the earth, Hebrews 13.8 says that he's the same yesterday, today, tomorrow. So even though he was there at the beginning of everything, he's present today. And he will be, you know, later on. Like, it's like he's everywhere at all times. That alone right there gives me so much reassurance that like, A, I can trust him, but B, that it's relevant. Like if he was there back then still doing stuff and he's doing stuff today, he's going to do stuff in the future. Dude, it's so relevant. Like enough said. Right. Like, so like when, when talking about that, think about it, the, the Bible, while it was still being written before everyone could read it out, it was just everyday time like it was today, but God was still present and active Mm -hmm. like he is today. It's, that's, what's crazy about it. When people say back in Bible times, back in Bible times is referring to so many thousands of years of history. Like it's still going on today because God didn't stop. He's still going. Yeah. It's like culture changes, but Jesus doesn't change. Right. He is unchangeable. Yeah, man. I one thing I'm super hyped on with this. I'm gonna read a through a quick, quick other verse right here in uh, Psalm 46:1. Like, as we were asked the question about, you know, does God hear my prayers? Like, does God really listen? That's like one of the questions that was asked on Monday when we um, invited the, the skaters to say, "Hey, like, what's keeping you from knowing God?" Like, there's a verse here. Yeah, Psalm 46:1. I'm looking up on my phone. Quick, it says, "God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble." Like I said about Hebrews 13, 8, if Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, this verse just reassures us all the more that he's an ever-present help in trouble. So there's really no time that he can't be here to listen to your prayers. So that's the first thing right there. But the second is um, in 2 Corinthians 4, 16. I just want to share this one. Uh, Paul's writing that, therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly, we are wasting away, yet inwardly, we are being renewed day by day. So speaking to the relevancy of the Bible, it's like, how on earth could they be renewed day by day? They could be renewed daily because of Holy Spirit inside of them, 
through their faith in Jesus Christ, who showed them how to live and how to live this life that was supposed to be free of sin. I mean, Galatians 5.1 says, like, it is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Mm-hmm. I, would, I always say this. I don't know if I mentioned it on the last episode of the podcast or not, but God can't lie. And if he gives you a command, he wouldn't give you a command if it wasn't possible to do. Like in 1 Peter uh, one sixteen, there's a quote going back to Old Testament. It says, you know, God says, be holy as I am holy. Like he can't tell us to be holy if it wasn't possible to be separate from the things that separate us from God. So all I'd say, um, a little personal story for you guys is back when I first got saved, I mean, I was this like negative, depressed, like low self-esteem filled kid with so many issues. But when I came to know Christ, it was like, I, I just declared, my like, Lord, I, I know I've heard that your word says you can set us free from our sins. You can give us fresh starts. And I need that. Like I need to, I need to be changed. And I know, I mean, if you guys know how hard it is to kick like certain bad habits, for lack of better words, like, you know how hard it is to do it on your own strength. Yeah. But when you invite Christ into a situation and say, Lord, I know like you died to set me free from this. So I no longer have to deal with these these mindsets or these habits or these unhealthy things that are consuming my heart and in my mind. So Lord, help me break free of that. Like make me a new creation like you promise in your word. Mm-hmm. And when I made that, yeah, when I really accepted Jesus in my heart and was like for real, I'm like, Lord, what do you want to do? Do it, man. Something changed. Like a light bulb went off my head and it was like joy came in my life and peace came in my life and acceptance came into my life. And it was like every single day there was something new where God's like this thing in your life, I'm going to change that. This thing in your life, I want to bring healing to that now. And so I share that to say, dude, when you read the word, you really do allow it to transform your mind. Like it says in Romans 12, uh, 12 2, it's like, dude, don't be conformed to the patterns of the world, but instead be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We get that renewing of the mind through reading the word, like through reading the words of Jesus, the light, just check out the life of Jesus, everything in the Old Testament. Like, dude, the, the whole Bible works as a whole to build us up and to give us like, the, the whole guidebook for how, how to play in the big game. It's like it's like when you go do a test uh, in school, like the teacher will never give you the answer key if you're doing a test, but yet God gives us his answer key. He's like, dude, you want the answers? Here you go. Here's the book. Go find the answers yourself. You're going to find them in this word. And I love that. It's an open book test that we get to be a part of. But I share all that to say is that once I began to say, Lord, show me how I'm to live. And I would see him say, you know, like Ephesians five is a, one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. And back when I first got saved, I struggled so hard with like swearing all the time. And I didn't know I wasn't supposed to do it, but the word revealed to me, like, dude, don't let coarse joking or unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. And I'm like, all right, I guess God wants to root that out. So, all right, Lord, if you want to break this free, dude, break it free from me, Lord. I want to be more like you. I want to be holy as you are holy. I want to be transformed to be looking. So when people see me, they can see hopefully something that looks something like you, Jesus. And it turned into one word a day, one word a week, one word a month until you ultimately just rooted it out of my life. And, you know, and it goes beyond like legalistic things like swearing or whatever, but like there's so much stuff in my life that it came from. Let the word sink in, not just go in one ear out the other, not just be like, Oh, it's a cool little passage. I got to read today, but no dude, let it change you. The Bible is so relevant because it calls us into who we are meant to be, who Christ called us to be, and allows us to not stay the same way we've always been. But again, like Paul said in 2 Corinthians, to be renewed daily. And we can only get that through diving into the word, allowing it to sink into us and transform us from the inside out. 
and then the world will see like dude there's something different about those people like wow there's a way that you cannot be stuck in that same sin that same crap you've been in every single day like i want some more of that like yeah so that invitation is for everybody that we can be set free from mm-hmm. sin and yeah. the way it comes is through the bible and letting it transform us from the inside out last thing i want to add is just another piece of scripture hebrews 4 12 for the word of god is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword piercing to the division of soul and of spirit of joints and of marrow and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart like the sword that it's referring to is not the sword that you're using to swing and attack people with no this is like the machete that is handed to you when you're in the jungle that Hmm. you have to slice down the branches and trees just so that you can find the path Hmm. back to get back i like that the word of god is relevant if you've listened to the weeks prior to this you'd see that that's what it's been pointing to is that it is relevant still active and it is our easiest way to access God. Heck yeah. It's a lamp to our feet. Helps us see the path and helps us not stumble in the darkness anymore. So yeah, man. So that's what we have for you guys, man. Like, is the Bible so relevant? Dude, heck yeah. If every day you want to grow and be more like Christ, then the Bible is super relevant. It can still change people. It can change your heart. It can change your mind. And it can change your life ultimately. So but that's what we have for you guys. So I hope you guys are built up. I hope you're encouraged. I hope everything that is happening in your skate parks is fruitful right now. And you're seeing uh, more kids get stoked on Jesus and have questions. And, and as they have questions, that you guys can lead them into a place to find some answers. Uh, I, always, I always say this illustration. Like we may not be able to um, you know, always give a glass of water to somebody, but we can always lead them to a well. It's like, even if you don't have the answer, point them to the guy who has all the answers. So, but yeah, guys, until next time, uh, next week, our little Devo will be on uh, how we study the Bible. So yeah, man, we're going to dive into that one. And yeah, I just thank you guys again for being here. If you haven't checked out the website, check it out. If you want to be one of our interviewed guests on here, please reach out. Yeah, guys, we're just really humbled that you guys take the time to listen to us each week. And uh, again, just hope you're encouraged, hope you're built up and hope you have an awesome week. And until next week, keep pushing forward.